Welcome to the Irish Writers Podcast. We're three aspiring writers uh, working our way towards publication. I'm your host today, Maura, and I'm here with Kate. Hi, I'm Kate. I'm writing a fantasy fiction novel. And I'm Kathy, and I'm writing a rom-com crime novel. Okay, and I'm writing an action comedy screenplay. Today we're taking a little departure from our normal um, things where we're interviewing another writer, um, Oren Doyle. And he's, uh, I suppose he would consider himself an aspiring writer like us, but he's a little bit further along in that he has um, got some shorts actually made, <laughs> as opposed to just written, but actually made. And I think he, and he's recently kind of transitioned to full-time writing. Um, so, yeah, we'll just let's have a look. Yeah, cool. Do you want to say who you are and what you do? I'm Warren Doyle. Um, I am, I suppose, since June last year, I'm full-time um, as a screenwriter and um, aspiring um, a children's fiction writer. Um, that sounds far more impressive than it is because it's, you know, I'm really, I'm really just getting going. Um, I had done some shorts in the past and... Um, I suppose now I'm, I'm doing that full-time and I'm able to do that because I'm taking care of my kids, so I'm full-time as long as my kids are in school and once they're at home. I'm, That's cool. So yeah. how, did, how did you start writing? What, what got you into it? Um, I would have always liked writing as a kid. Um, you know, I remember stories I wrote in school and the feedback getting from, you know, from, from teachers and stuff like that. I went to, I did communication studies, mm-hmm. my, my first degree, well, my original degree, and... Um, I loved that and I got really into film. Um, I did a film-based course, their mm-hmm. film-based production course at that stage, which, which was an amazing experience. And um, I, I loved crime novels then. So I read loads of crime novels and um, like James Elroy and um, James Crumley and a pile of different crime writers. So I wrote a, when I finished college, I spent the summer with my parents and, went to, and just wrote a screenplay. Okay. And wrote that all summer, basically, and um, was very pleased with it. Mm-hmm. And um, then, and then essentially, when I came back to Ireland, decided I was going to write. I was going to keep on right. writing. And um, I think within like half an hour, realized I kind of had nothing to write about. Okay. So that was I kind of got into script editing, and mm-hmm. I got into I volunteered for the East Timor campaign, and that led me off on a different path then. But okay, well, that's, that's really interesting. So, did you glean insights while you were script editing? Um, yeah, I think, well, like, when I look back at my script editing, like, I, I, I did, I worked for various, you know, production companies, I did script reading, and, um, again, for various companies, and, um, I did some work that I'm, that I'm really proud of, and, and the, the work that, that, the projects that were successful, like, I worked with Shimmy Marcus on his, his first feature, Head Rush, mm-hmm. and, um, I think the projects that were successful were ones where they knew what they were doing. In a mm-hmm. sense, they had the shape of it yeah. already, and then you're just helping them reshape it. The ones I was less successful on were the ones where the writers were trying to find their voice. You know, mm-hmm. they didn't really know what they were trying to say. Yeah. Um, and because um, I was saying in advance, thinking about this interview, I was thinking through the period, different periods. You kind of get stuck, and you have to find a new way around with, with writing. For me, then it was that. Um, I kind of got stuck when I when I finished my first script because yeah. I realized all I knew was crime books, you mm-hmm. know, essentially yeah. school yeah. and crime novels, yeah. and, and I had nothing to say really. Um, and and I think with script editing, I had the same experience mm-hmm. where I knew some projects were going well when I script edited and some weren't, and I yeah. couldn't really tell why. 
and um, and I did some great training courses. I did the Moritz Binger uh, Institute course, um, and I did the North by Northwest course. Um, but I um, was working on this project, and I remember, you know, we met. It all sounded great. So we, they talked about having more of this and more of that. So I worked with the writer. We put more of this, yeah. more of that into it, and then I think the night before, so the second. So the second set, the first, the second set of rewrites, shall mm-hmm. we say, um, just before that big meeting about it, mm-hmm. I was talking to the director on the phone and mm-hmm. he said, look, well, we did say have more of this and we did say have more of that. You put that in, but, but what's the story? Like, what's the heart of it? You know, what's, yeah. what's it really about? And I kind of, I remember being stunned and kind of getting it and then going, you're right. Like I never thought in terms, I thought in terms of writing as something mechanical, you mm-hmm. know, you put this in, you put that in. And some of my short scripts that I wrote at the time would work and some of them wouldn't, but I w- again, I wouldn't know why. And, and I think, and that was a real breakthrough, him hearing that, but I had no idea how to do it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you must be quite young at that point, like, because I've come to writing fiction in my 30s, right? So that's, it's, I feel very late, like, I, like that. I don't think to say before, you know? So, I mean, you must be quite young to hear, like, to have that kind of, Revelation about heart. Then, what was I? Was I? I was probably. It was. I'm forty one now, so I was probably mid twenties or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it was. I mean, it was. It was genuinely because I'd heard those things. You'd heard those writers talking about mm. the story taking over yeah. and the characters start talking mm. and all this kind of stuff, and you follow them. And I never really got it, you know, at that point. Like I didn't get it at all. Not like I, I get it that much better now, you know. But oh, yeah. um, I. Um, I, you know, so so really when he said, I think when that director said it and he, he was so right mm. and I went and I think I met with the writer the next day and I knew I didn't know how to do it, yeah. you know, and so I kind of hit a little bit of brick wall then with, yeah. with script editing as well. Um, and I suppose I, I could have kept trying to push through it mm. and I suppose I went off in another direction because yeah. this then ties back to me kind of feeling I didn't really know of anything to say is um, I had volunteered for these teamwork campaigns. Yeah. And I'd gotten gradually more and more involved mm-hmm. there. And I ended up going to East Timor. And I was yeah. in East Timor in 99 for the vote when they, when they were looking. For, it's a small country uh, north of Australia. They're looking for their independence mm-hmm. from Indonesia. And there was like a vote and there was massacres. And um, obviously that that was a, a major experience for me. Yeah, so I, I, vol- yeah. I got very involved with the campaign for the following years after that. And then that led me into social work. Mm-hmm. So I kind of went off in a totally different yeah. area where... I'd been entirely apolitical, uninterested, really, other than in my own thing. Yeah. Before, before East Timor. Yeah. But all that stuff brought me in, helped me. You both got to to work with people and support people through hard times, yeah. and also see yourself and how you responded to okay. difficult times. And I think that was a major learning for me. It's you know? that huge self reflection. Yeah. That kind of is necessary for writing things with heart. I think, as opposed to mechanically yeah I think there's a, there's like this these two I sometimes think of it as two levels of writing like you can kind of write from from something that's authentic to you it doesn't need to be something that you know about but it's mm-hmm. kind of emotionally true mm-hmm. you know you don't necessarily have to live it but it's got to be emotionally true to you yeah. or there's a kind of a surface writing where you write what you think you should be writing mm-hmm. or you write what you want to write because yeah. I think you often write what you want to be the writer of. Aspire to. Yeah, yeah, you want to be. I mean, like like everybody. Like I came up that came at the age of Tarantino, so I yeah. wrote my my Tarantino type stuff. And I'm, I remember as a script reader, you'd read that those days. I presume now still, 
but you'd read loads of these awful mm. Tarantino things or yeah. whatever was fashionable. And sometimes yeah. you'd, you'd read these things and there'd be something that'd be really good in them. Mm-hmm. And it was like the writer didn't yet know what, what was good for them. And I, I kind of got... Uh, Ray Bradbury mm-hmm. has an amazing piece about that in Zen and the Art of Writing, mm-hmm. which again, it, I think is an amazing book for a writer because it talks about how he, he wrote, he wrote, he wrote. He wrote this story that was classic Ray Bradbury. Yeah. And then he wrote for another five years. Mm-hmm. And he wrote all different types of stuff. And he wrote westerns and yeah. all this stuff. And then he wrote another one that connected with the first. And he gradually realized kind of what was his field to plow, you know, what yeah. was his thing to write. So I think that's a big thing is kind of, kind of almost trying to work out what feels And yours. I think viewers, readers can spot it immediately if you're not authentic. But it, as a writer, it's actually... Yes. Hard, yeah. hard, really yeah, hard yeah, to yeah, find. Yeah. We know when we see it, but we don't necessarily know it when we do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you have all this experience in in the in screenwriting, and and you've been involved in productions as well. Like, well, I've see, I'm very much getting going now. I've done. Um, I think I've gotten. We just stick my CV here now. <laughs> um, no, I mean I've gotten. I've had two short films made. Okay. Um, the the second one um, was um, before we wake with um, Stitch Films made that, and I think they they did a fabulous job of that. Um, and but I I suppose I found my they were kind of there was quite big spaces between them. Yeah. Okay. Do you know what I mean? And I was I was doing the East Timor and I was doing the social work. Yeah. Um, so it was you know they were they were made and I got funding for another one it, it never got made to film base and I've just gotten funding well just I suppose last early this year we got funding for a um a short film with film base another one yeah um so those ones you know so I've gotten a few of those made I haven't had anything bigger than that but know. in that kind of experience of things being made did that reflect then afterwards did you change how you he wrote after that you know without seeing something because I'd imagine the process of like yeah. you know being as I am like in this little bubble on my own um, kind of imagining things in my head and trying to write them out I'd imagine that that process would become different if I saw someone else trying to interpret what I had written you know yeah no it definitely it definitely um, it had an impact like I know on the um, Before We Wake uh, the script they cut, cut quite a lot out of what mm. I'd written yeah, and they cut it really down to its core, mm-hmm. and you could see they just they stripped out anything that wasn't the yeah. story. Yeah, and um, and that was really interesting to see that you know, um, you know, I just we did a, a submission for the RT Storyland, which got mm-hmm. turned down, and but we did um, a uh, a director Imogen Murphy, and she she did um, she did a promo for it. Yeah. And that was amazing, just seeing yeah. that. So it was like a 30, so it was like scripted like page scripts and then she even shot the promo and the the, wow. the crew and stuff. So seeing it come alive and seeing what people, how people see what you write. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I just, I mean, I, I know I'm not a director, you know. <laughs> yeah. I know, I think there's a certain amount of the, the social skills for that, the, the, the multitasking for that, the whole levels for mm-hmm. it. It's an incredibly challenging job, you know. I'm definitely not a producer, you know. Yeah. In some ways, I knew I was interested in writing and screenwriting. Uh, I knew I was interested in filmmaking, yeah. but it took me a while to work out what I was. And I think by the end of college, I worked out it was more script editing, mm-hmm. um, you know, and screenwriting. But it's also, I mean, I think as well as like you, um, 
just each time I work with somebody. I think for me, I think almost in most cases, the projects that I think I've worked well have been the ones where I've worked with someone where I've collaborated, mm -hmm. you know, whether it's working with, a, you know, directors or producers or whoever, people who are just giving me feedback, yeah. you know. Um, and my wife, thank God, is, is a very good, very critical, mm -hmm. very tough reader. Yeah. You know, she, she tells me exactly what she feels and she's, she's very astute. Um, so I suppose I, I really rely on the experience of seeing things made was useful, but I really rely on working with people, especially with people who are more experienced than me. Yeah, you know? who have that. Yeah, people I mean, the, the, the ability to just cut, cut in and see the essence of your story. Yeah, because it does. It's not always nice, you know, getting What? feedback at all, you know, <laughs> sure. as you know yourself. And um, I work with. Um, I've gotten a good bit of feedback from Rob Cawley, who's a great friend of mine, and he made Amber, the the four part TV series. And he can be very direct in yeah. his feedback, but it's so useful. Yeah, you know, it's so incredibly useful. I suppose if you're looking for real feedback, you really don't want someone kind of. You just want look, just tell yeah. me actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's you know. Well, that's good. So. Are you writing a children's book? Yeah. Now? So how have you found that? Yeah, I, I think when I look when I was when I was going when I was when I was going to work to to leave social work and go work full time kind of as a writer. Yeah. You know, I did. I went back through everything I everything I'd written or every I literally went an audit of everything I'd ever written. I found the box up in the attic. <laughs> the word hoard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just. I mean, there was literally nothing that was any good in it. Um, it was amazing like literally there was very little that I went oh I'd like to continue this mm. but it was useful to get an overview and I think I found a lot of the ideas that I thought of as films and as feature films for grown ups mm -hmm. I started thinking wait that would work far better as a children's book mm -hmm. that would work far better as a children's book so I started kind of um, gathering the ideas and putting them in shape and I found that I had these two branches so I had the, the screenwriting mm -hmm. side of it um, And then I had, in terms of the sort of children's fiction, I found I had a good few ideas that I thought would work for kids' stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and um, so I kind of, you know, was trying to work out where to where to go with that. And um, and then I kind of, I sometimes have sort of obscure ways of writing. So one of the things I was I do when I feel re really, let's say you're wound up, you're tense, mm -hmm. or, you know, it's a, it feels like a really bad day or something like that. This entirely. This will sound like I'm totally not working at all. But what I'll actually do is I'll use the the recorder on my on my phone, yeah. and I will um, free associate. Okay. Um, yeah. And I'll just and a lot of the ideas. One of my short films, the first mm -hmm. short film got made, came entirely from a story that are free associated. Okay. So, so you, you just talk. You literally yeah. talk and yeah. you tell a story and you don't know where it's going. Okay. So you'll yeah. be you'll just it's sort of like the. The, the story that's pent up in you or it's like a way of expressing whatever's mm -hmm. built up in you but in a story form um, so you feel you know emotionally you feel you feel better form mm -hmm. afterwards but also sometimes you have a sense of you've expressed this story that's kind of it's like a dream it's like comes yeah. out of you like a dream you don't really have control of it but you always have to edit it then you can't oh, yeah. you know that yeah. the form that it comes out <laughs> and isn't the final yeah. final version so you kind of need the, the head and the heart shall we say but um, I did that And came up with an idea of a children's book out of that. Yeah. The idea of a 13-year-old whose father starts to build an ark in her back garden. And she just wants to be a normal kid and to fit in. Yeah. And her father's destroying her life. Mm -hmm. You know, he's crazy. He's predicted the end of the world and he's building an ark. Mm -hmm. And it's about her attempts to kind of get away from them and escape and try to have a, have a normal life. Okay, well that sounds really interesting. You know, so that was... It, I had the idea and I think I started writing the book within a few weeks like very quickly without very much planning yeah um, and um, 
I assume a kid's books is shorter than yeah. that. Or then fantasy it's, fiction as well. As your, you know, the colleague who's... Yeah, um, so are you a planner then? The question that we kind of, we talk about a lot is that kind of like, yeah. do you just go or do you plan? So you planner. I know with, with, I'm back and forth. With, with, with screenwriting, I'll always end up planning. There's mm-hmm. always going to be a planning stage. Yeah. Um, with short films, not really. I'll think about them a lot, but yeah. I won't structure them down. Yeah. Um, with uh, features, yes, you know, tend to have structured it out. Like yeah. I found a lot of the last few years have mostly been treatments, like massive yeah. treatments. I'll do lots and lots of them. Um, I use, you know, the three X structure. Um, I, you know, I'll be literally breaking it down to little the little squares of paper that I've cut yeah. out and putting them on the floor and outlining out yeah. into into um, you know act sequences, mm-hmm. um, the key turning points, uh, and those. So I'll spend a lot of time on that. You're obviously you know. very disciplined. Sorry? You're obviously very disciplined. Well, I find it's just, you, you'll kind of, I also, I mean, I, I, I read a lot of books and I've, I've, that was what happened to me when I started writing is I think you, you, you leave and you think, okay, it's going to happen super quick mm-hmm. and you, like, I know I can write, but what was shocking was realizing how much I have to learn and how much yeah. I still have to learn and then, um, so I, again, my friend Rob recommended a pile of books to me mm-hmm. and um, like I remember reading Robert McKee and one of his points is that a very, um, like when you write something and you write it straight out and you think everything's perfect and you create it. And in fact, something like his theory is 90, 95% of it is stock. Yeah. Essentially, it's just things, generic things you've stuck in to get from this point to this point. Mm, yeah. You know, where you think, oh, it's natural because it's flowing yeah. out of you in the writing and you invented it as you went along. In fact, you're mostly just using the easiest solutions, almost like you're, you're a hero always uses the easiest attempts yeah. to solve the problem first yeah. in writing you know, like you use the easiest stuff first so sometimes it's useful like with the novel I wrote it all out straight mm-hmm. I, I did go back and rewrite while I was writing yeah. I do tend to do that but I, I basically wrote it out mm-hmm. somewhat straight and now I'm doing all the little sheets and putting it, I'm yeah. putting it in a shape and finding and I'm finding that lots of times like the classic middle act problem yeah. where I was just kind of um making things up to keep mm-hmm. things going but there isn't an overall arc to it a momentum to mm-hmm. it you know it's i'd say coming from a screenwriting perspective you're really driven by that that hitting those beats and you yeah. know those because i think like i just found that you can't get away in in this in the script you can't get away with 20 pages of rap. <laughs> no, I, but i don't think you can get away with it in a book either i mean i don't particularly I, want to read those books no no I, I agree i just think that you're more likely to get past or you're you're more likely to feel like you've completed there's more I just think with novels so they're they're so open Hmm. you know whereas I think with a screenplay you're so restricted even even a full feature is not that long yeah yeah, yeah. you know so yeah no I think it's uh, yeah those conventions are much stronger than I think it's a useful thing to bring into most I'm hoping it's a useful thing to bring into um, you know writing books because Mm. um like it was, um, I know my first draft, like I, I found a lot of things and I, I think essentially the third act of it, you know, the whole build, all that stuff, yeah. once you get to start building to a climax, seemed to be working really well. But I, what I find is useful is putting things aside. So with that, because essentially I'd never written, rewritten a, you know, a book before, yeah. um, I put it aside for quite a long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, because there's no rush, there's nobody chasing me down yeah. for it or anything <laughs> like that. Um, and so when I went back to it, what was interesting is I read it and it started off well and in the middle it was a bit murky and yeah. then there was a point when it just clicked and yeah. it seemed to start going well. So 
I've kept most of that bit at the yeah. end, but all the rest I think is going to be almost a page one rewrite. Yeah. Like it's um, because you're going back and you're trying to find what's your theme and making sure I, I, just great stuff. I mean, um, McKee has great stuff on it. Um, Robert McKee. Um, the other people like is um, was it? Oh, I think it's Truby. John Truby is very good on it too. It's just that if you have a theme that you've got one one theme for your story, and then every character reflects that theme in some way or another. So I'm trying to tie everything in so it, it's all one world, that the world reflects the theme. And yeah. the char- you know. Um, so that's when you, you do sometimes worry, are you, are you, um, you going to over-logicize it? You know what I mean? Are, yeah. you know? But it, I think it is that thing of coming from having an idea that kind of comes from the heart, that comes from instinctively, mm-hmm. that you, emotionally is very close to you. Because this yeah. is about a, the, the kid's book, it's very much about a kid who feels different mm-hmm you know yeah. finds hard to make friends and you know we all had different you know as, as a kid that that would yeah. have affected me a lot yeah. you know I moved around as a kid and um, it was sometimes hard being in a new place and new kids and you're not fitting yeah. in it's very much coming out of that experience for me so it's very true to me but it can't just be vomited onto the paper like it's, it's got to <laughs> yeah. be in some form because in the end it's for other people like if, yeah. if yeah. you're not communicating absolutely no okay um yeah so I want to ask you, I have loads of things I want to ask you actually, <laughs> I could talk to you all day actually. And so, uh, so do you write every day? Yeah, well I, I mean the reality of writing, you're not always writing, yeah. but I would always, yeah. Um, I I think it was my last job because it was a busy, it was, it was, you know, it was a busy, busy job yeah. and you just had to work no matter what mood you were in, yeah. you know, whatever form you're in, you just worked. So I do, I'm a very disciplined, like mm-hmm. I'll work, I'll work set times, um, cause I got started trying to get going on Twitter and building, um, my social media skills. Um, that's dark hole. But yeah, <laughs> that's why I'm having to put that in within a set time. This is obviously taking over. I'd be writing something brilliant now. Um, I'm so sorry. But, um, so yeah, no, I'm very much in the time and I do, you know, I consider like say learning my way around Twitter or. Yeah those kind of social media stuff I consider that part of work so I'll put that in time but try to put it in a set, a set period but yeah. I'll work I've got set breaks I'll work till yeah work 9, 9.30 or so till yeah. 11.15 have my 10 yeah. minute break then I'll work till whatever you know uh, I try not to get into chores I mean <laughs> you can be sidetracked <laughs> into, so that's always a good though, incentive <laughs> <laughs> no but the chores is built up yeah you know um but um, yeah, yeah, no, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be fairly disciplined and I haven't missed a day, you know, because I, I did, before I left my work, I had one day parental leave yeah. a week, I think for about a year before I, before I left yeah. work. Yeah. And um, it worked out about three hours writing. Mm-hmm. And I remember the first week sitting down and it was just wonderful. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I was like, it was fabulous. And then the following week thinking I'd love to be watching TV. Yeah. And that was actually a good preparation because I didn't come, I didn't leave the job thinking it was all going to be wonderful. Yeah. You know, yeah. that it was all going to be joyful you know oh yeah i mean i don't know how you don't spend all day watching telly because i think i would do that for you know a good month um it's just thinking about i mean it's like it's it's um you think about it like it's a job well, it's a job yeah, yeah i have to yeah. think of it as a job i have to think that i'm working and that's mm. my that's my job and you know it's it's a i'm self-employed shall we say yeah you yeah. know um yeah. I so don't not many those, tax returns to file at this point <laughs> yeah on those practical things do you have an agent is that something you no no I'm okay. not at that stage yet okay and much. you think that when you have finished products that's yeah, yeah I think with I mean I'm working on a on a feature with a with a great director um, Ross Whitaker and um, so we'll see where that goes if we get it to a point that we're happy with to submit it yeah. we'll probably submit it for funding that sort of stuff okay. um, um, with the novel 
I, I think the most natural course for me is when I get to that to a point that I'm happy with it yeah. and other people yeah. reading it for me are happy with it, then I will probably look for an agent. Okay. I yeah. think that would suit me better. I think you have to shoot, shoot. I know there's people out there who can negotiate their own contracts and all that kind of stuff. And I wouldn't yeah. be that type. You know, I think I'd, I'd like the idea of someone mm. who can do that piece of work. But me. then how are you involved then? You're involved with these filmmakers, producers and stuff like that. Is that, is that just through your own network or was there any sort of... Like it was that was normal interaction. Um, no, it was just our own network. I think I think um, Rob um, Rob Coy, a friend of mine, put me in touch with with Ross originally. I mean, and that's just the way projects mm-hmm. go. Like I worked with Ross on a, on a project for a good while, and yeah. it kind of just didn't get there. I yeah, mean, this yeah. new the new idea that we have now came after that, mm-hmm. and it, it's Ross that we're doing the short film. I'm doing yeah. a short a short film film based one um, with. So it's all very spec based. Then the work you're doing on this. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't know which if one would would take over, but yeah. I mean, you know, you write, you, you don't know. Like, I know I'm okay, mm. but I don't know how good I am. I don't know where it's going to take me. Yeah, you know, yeah. and I think there is a lot to be said for trying to just enjoy the process mm-hmm. and get get the pleasure out of that yeah, and yeah. your own little victories. You yeah, know, yeah. Um, I remember being just so pleased visiting the finishing the novel. Mm-hmm. Like that was such an achievement yeah, for me. Yeah. Um, and kind of telling everybody, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff, because that was it, you know. Yeah. And that, most people yeah. say they will and never do. Yeah, you know, or most people say they'll write a novel, a script, and we're never do. Because yeah. we did it. Yes, <laughs> yeah, you're already in a. I've like I got rejected for the Galway Film Centre's short yeah. script competition this week, okay. and you go. You, I mean, it's not nice. Nobody likes getting rejected. <laughs> you want if you can get rejected, you want to get some letters saying yours is genius, but they just didn't understand yeah. it or whatever. But but it's it's. I'm I'm getting definitely getting better because I think you just have to put yourself out there. I think yeah. I'm putting myself out there much more now because this is what I this is what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. Where before, you know, I was a you know I had a full time job. Um, now I have to think of it as a career. It's a... I would like to start. You would okay. like to start? <laughs> Off you go. You have something to say? Yeah, he's a really nice guy. I think that was really, really helpful. I think yeah. he's got lots of really, like, I think it's really interesting that he's coming from such a different place that we're all coming from because I guess he has a qualification <laughs> in this. And he His actual experience. There. Yeah, 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 but he actually started there. So, like, yeah. you know, like, I left school, I had no idea, like, no intention of being a writer, no, no even the concept of it. Mm. Whereas he obviously went straight in and did that communication degree and mm. then actively became a screen editor and stuff. So, I think it's just really interesting to see somebody who you know had their shit together and got and yet then though stopped and was like I don't have anything to write about and then went off and had a different life yeah which I think is just so I actually think it's really a mature decision um, because I think that is I think that's advice that's given to so many writers you know if you're sitting there and you've got nothing to write about go out and live your life and come back when you've got something to write about because there's such a wealth of experience that he has I mean I want to hear about East Timor and <laughs> yeah. what he did there. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. But, uh, and, of course, there was, he kind of alluded to that there were, he saw a lot of kind of tragic things happen mm-hmm. to people. Mm-hmm. And then, he, you know, that responding to that. Yeah. Um, he's probably really shaped a lot of what he's writing now. So Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. But I think it's really interesting is that he learned kind of the, the technical way of mm-hmm. writing mm-hmm. Yeah. and now he's gone back and you know finding something to write about yeah. and yeah. you know finding the heart of his story whereas I think the three of us are kind of approaching it from maybe a different direction that we now have stories to tell yeah. and we're like oh 
I wonder how you write this. Do yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> so like, I just think it's really interesting yeah, to see him yeah. come from a different point of view. Mm-hmm. So that was really interesting. I actually thought um, was really interesting as well is um, that uh, free associate, free association. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, yeah. yeah I like, think I might try that. Yeah, I thought those are just a really interesting idea that I had never really thought about. Um, I've, done, I've done it in typing when I was stuck in academic writing where like it was suggested to me to just free write, which is where you turn off the screen mm-hmm. and you just kind of go mm-hmm. for it. Yes. And I suppose it's a bit similar in that you're puzzling something out in your head and you're mm-hmm. like, you keep writing the same five words and deleting them, you know? Yeah. And so just kind of turn yeah. off the screen and say, this is not something that's going to appear anywhere. Yes. Yeah. And just yeah. go for it. So yeah. It's quite a freeing exercise, but I kind of see that just the recording you're talking. Yeah. And especially like, imagine what would come out of you after you'd ramble on for a few minutes. Yeah. And then something else would come out through, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's really interesting because I, tr- I think I do a kind of version of that. And he was saying about how collaboration was so important to him as well. I think I do a version of that when I talk to people. Mm-hmm. So when I'm trying to come up with an idea for like my next book or something like that, I will talk to hundreds of people about my idea. Yeah. And I'll kind of get feedback. And I think unconsciously or whatever, I will cherry pick ideas that they've thrown out there mm-hmm. or I'll, you know uh, and I'll build on it and I'll build on it and that's kind of I guess my version maybe of yeah. that kind of free association because I think the idea with the start and the end is kind of different because I've talked about it out loud so often yeah mm-hmm. in a very yeah. unrecorded way yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm going to try it at some point. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah. I just don't think I'd listen back to it if I recorded my own voice. <laughs> but, but you would still hey, hear it coming listen out to of our own voices. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but, but I think that you would still like. I think it uncovers a story that's inside you that you're not quite mm-hmm. tapped into. Mm-hmm. So even if you don't listen back to the recording, it's still come out of your mouth. You're okay, still, still you're you know, like, yeah. yeah, like. Yeah, I think I just subject other people to my free association. I think that's it. <laughs> Tell me the brilliance that's here. <laughs> I thought it was... I, I really could identify with... Well, in his childhood, he, he always kind of wrote. Mm-hmm. He had written stuff, and, and that was the same with me, too. I mm-hmm. was always writing things. But then he mentioned, too, that he needs to get it out there. He needs other people to read it. Mm-hmm. And the importance of that is... Yeah, it. I mean, I, I feel the same thing. But he mentioned to the director's feedback. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where he was working on this screenplay and through the second edit, I think, and the director said, "Yeah, but what is this story about?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I stopped him in his tracks. I think yeah. like that is incredible. Like I, I yeah. was, you know, like you could hear that a million times. Right? Yeah. I'm not like like all the bits of advice we mm-hmm. hear and then mm-hmm. we don't. And I think he obviously heard that at the moment that he was ready to hear it, you yeah, know, yeah. to kind of say, like, you have all the mechanics all there and we can add bits and take bits away. But if there isn't heart to the story, there's nothing. And I think mm-hmm. that's a very interesting. And I think that's like the different direction is that mm-hmm. he comes from this very mechanical kind of like really solid understanding of the mechanics of writing. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, needing to have that like that heart thing. You know, and I think, yeah, you're right. We, <laughs> we're we coming from the opposite end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and, and it's like, Meh. I mean, I think when he was talking about um, the notion of stock, when you're flowing and you, you, you think you're, yeah, this is brilliant, but actually it's a stock. That terrified me. I was like, oh, crap. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. There's probably yeah. loads of shite in what I'm writing, you know. And um, But I also <laughs> thought as well, it was interesting when he went for the... Um, 
I can't, I can't remember what he said. I think when he went for the production and they had basically cut half his script yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just thought, like, that must have been such an eye-opening experience yeah. as yeah, to what is so. actually relevant and mm-hmm. what is just slashed and burned. And, you know, <laughs> and I just think, like, you would have spent so long, like, you know, toiling over those words and getting them right and getting the mood right and getting the... Oh, slashed, gone, you know, yeah, yeah. in the real world. I just think that's that's just so... It's amazing when, like, you know, like, your, your, little, your little project hits... Yeah crashes with the real world mm-hmm. and, and that but happens. I mean like that would be an amazing like I know it'd be hard it, of course it's hard to have some someone do that to you pretend to have something you've written but the insight oh the learning amazing, amazing. Like, yeah, yeah you know like this is what you're writing about yeah. here and you're yeah. like oh I didn't even know yeah <laughs> you know? <laughs> so I wrote all these yeah. other stuff you know yeah. like, I like his idea for rejection letters that you know that they write back and say <laughs> yours was genius we just didn't I, get it I really think all I rejection letters that, should say that <laughs> yeah yeah, yes. yeah I think it'll make it easier yeah <laughs> yeah brilliant yeah no I definitely took some real good learnings from that yeah yeah I thought it was it it was interesting when he said he's he rewrites as he writes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And yeah. I don't know if I, I... I was just reflecting on the thing. I mean, he, every t- time he would bring up his own process, it would make me kind of think about my own. And mm-hmm. like, oh, do I do that? No, I don't think I rewrite as I write. I think we were definitely doing that. We were, we were yeah. talking about that before. I was definitely doing it, and mm. you were doing it a lot. And yeah. I think I'm... Kind of going to try and minimize it. The next yeah, round. I think it's very detrimental because yeah. um, I just think you spend a, a, you waste a lot of time. I think, mm. but, but, and you know, it depends on what you classify as rewriting. And he's a planner, like you know, he's yeah. not like. But you, you know, know, like for some people, rewriting is like you know doing a kind of a, a change of direction. Uh, uh, you know, you're not. Mm. Whereas for other people, rewriting is going back and picking over the words and really getting the proper yeah. flow and all the rest of it so it depends on the degree at which he's rewriting but um i think the normal advice is to just get it out and write it down yeah. and mm. end one edit and then start <laughs> your rewrite if only we could actually follow that oh, if only, yeah. oh, if only. oh yeah. <laughs> yeah he also made a comment that really resonated with me as well is that he doesn't know how good he is he yeah. has no clue and I've, I have no clue. I don't know if I, I'm a good writer. I don't know if I'm a really But I would question the greats. Are, are, like, is Agatha Christie really a good writer? Really? Really? <laughs> is Harper Lee really, really a good writer? Really? Do you know? Like, you know. Yeah. It only matters what you can sell, Kate. Well, no, but like, you know, I think like, it depends. Like, some of her books are really good. Some of the books are kind of not so great. Do you know, mm-hmm. some of the stuff I write, sometimes I have moments of genius. Often I have moments of absolute <laughs> yes. trite. Do you know what I mean? So, like, I think, do you know, that, that's true of any art form. Like, are you sure. a good singer? Really, really? Can you compare yeah. yourself to everybody else? Are you really, really the best? Yeah, there's not a... Do no, there's mm-hmm. not. It's and more if there just... was, it would be so subjective. But yeah, I, I know what you mean. Like, it's that kind of thing of like, see, I think that's why I think it's so brave to go to the full time writing, you mm-hmm. know, and I know exactly mm-hmm. other reasons as well. But like, that is, you know, you're kind of like, well, I look back and think this was a fool's errand, you know. He mentioned two, um, two levels of writing. Mm-hmm. There was one writing something emotionally true. Mm-hmm. And another is writing what you want to write. Yeah. Like he mentioned the Quentin Tarantino phase, yeah. like you write something that's kind of Quentin Tar- Tarantino-esque yeah. Yeah. because you love it and mm. that's the kind of genre that you're going for or the emotionally true 
Yeah, I don't. I don't think the professional writing will ever work for anybody. No, like, I don't no one will make Quentin Tarantino other than Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know, and, and I think we know it when we see it. We're like, yeah, this is just a crap rip off of. But know? you know, and I think it's. I think sometimes it's sad for the second person who rips it off because you know their own genius or their own mm-hmm. mastery yeah. is, is that's what you're saying you could sometimes see like yeah. great things in it but mm-hmm. but again it's that finding your voice thing and I think like, I just do think like if I was 21 and like that's sweeping generalisation because some people have a very clear voice that age I, I mean I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up no. so like <laughs> that's a fact through my whole life and I, I really <laughs> I'm already a Jedi <laughs> <laughs> of course um, Do you know, and to be honest, yeah. like when I when I think back to my leaving cert or even think back to college essays and stuff, like I, I remember when I first um started college and I, and the class the guy got up and stood up and he was like, We don't want you to regurgitate what you read in the books, we want your opinions. Mm-hmm. Straight in my mind was like, I don't have any opinions. Yeah. I don't know anything about this. <laughs> yeah. You know, this is like a mm. subject. Like I yeah. I know nothing about archaeology. So yeah, and like having taught undergrads for years and years and years, that is, and I have come out of the leaving cert where they're like, I learned the thing off, I yeah. write down the exam, you give me the A. Yeah. Why doesn't it work like this now? And you're like, ah! But yeah, I, I just kind of think that it is the thing about writing, and I find it very funny when people want to be writers from a young age, is that like, I mean, I, I probably think very differently in that there's a problem I need to work out and that's why I'm writing. Mm-hmm. Not I'm writing what I'm going to find to write about, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah, no. And I do enjoy writing and I, I do, um, like, yeah, I feel good when I write well, so that's part of a driver. But, I, I, you know, I, yeah, I just don't know how you can... Well, obviously some people do. <laughs> right? I yeah, very, young, very much understand people who, who want to be writers who go into journalism. Yeah. Who go into yeah. It because almost the topic is picked for them mm-hmm. and they just have the freedom then to, you know, show their yeah. excellent writing. And then as they live their lives, they come up with... With more things and they're put yeah. in the way of, of yeah. questions. And, oh yeah, no, like I'm, I'm sure. But it's well, just, then uh, I'm trying to think, actually, I think I follow a girl, certainly on, a uh, girl, a lady, on uh, Twitter I think she's very young. I just think she's written several books. They're mm. children, they're YA, and mm. I, I, I believe they're very well received. I haven't been <laughs> yeah. no, Like, I've read, um, I, I love to talk about it. Aragon. Aragon, yeah. I was just thinking that. I mean, he, uh, by, only... he went a bit like he... lack of self editing as time went on, but mm. certainly I really the liked the first one. Yeah, and he was, was 15 writing 15, it, you know? Yeah, right. Like, and, you know, you'd be disgusted. You'd Makes be like. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know he was 15 when I was reading it. I really was like, afterwards, I looked him up and was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, but yeah, no, I, I think, that, um, anyway. It depends on the person. It's it really all, does. It really, yeah. Some people does. know what they think. Well, for, for mo- most people, I think it takes, you know, it takes that time to you fi- figuring out who you are. Yeah. Having those life mm-hmm. experiences, seeing, being able to see the world around you and, and respond to that mm-hmm. and do that through your writing. So, yeah, yeah. I, I mean... I don't know what else to say about that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm definitely going to um, read up on some of the references that he had, the the various writing books, because they just sounded really interesting, and, yeah. and like that he had got a good, a good, a take a different selection of stuff. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. That, um, yeah, let me think about it. But yeah, no, very interesting, mm-hmm. very interesting chat with Owen. Oh, there was one more thing I wanted to bring up is, um, okay, so he went full-time. To writing, um, I liked how he said that 
in, he went from thinking about it in his spare time mm -hmm. to making it, thinking of it as a career. Yeah. So that, yeah, that, <laughs> okay, I'm like, affected by that. there. <laughs> I, hmm. Yeah. Should I do that? No. Well, I mean, I'm not at that stage yet. Yeah, but, but you can see, like, he is you know. further down the line than yeah. us, I think. Mm -hmm. You know, he has, like got stuff under his belt and he has a really good like a really good professional network there yes. you know yeah, yeah, yeah. um that he's built over years and yeah. um he's a game plan uh, yeah he really does yeah. <laughs> you know so you know you're like oh god i'm so so far behind <laughs> but <laughs> but you know like i i think that 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 seems to be really um like you know i know it's a risk to take but i think it's a really good risk to take mm -hmm. at that point like yeah. he's really built an awful lot built momentum well, and even, I feel like it's a calculated risk. Oh, absolutely. He's put it his is. toe in the water with yeah. the parental day and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And kind of. And actually, like, I would just be terrified that I would absolutely no discipline. Like, you know. Actually, do you know, it's it, the same when I started working from home. You'd be surprised. Yeah. Do you know, if you've got something better mm -hmm. to do, telly can be incredibly boring. Yeah. And that's it. If you've nothing better mm -hmm. to do, sure, you can veg in front of telly. Yeah. But after a week or two, you start mm -hmm. to hate yourself. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you know? You just, you, you kind of have that. Yeah. Oh, I just I need to do something need productive. Stuff, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I need to feel productive. Like yeah. I'm doing something yeah. worthwhile. Yeah, <laughs> there's yeah. the whole so. internet case. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, no, no. So I like yeah, that was a really interesting time. It's really interesting to see someone further down the line. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah, again, demystifies it a bit as well. Uh, so thanks for listening. Um, we'll return next week with uh, more regular um, podcast topics, but we'll be doing some more interviews in the future. Um, you can follow us on Twitter um, at IrishWritersPod. You can find us on Facebook. You can email us at uh, IrishWritersPodcast at gmail.com. We have a website that's IrishWritersPodcast.com. That's it. It is. Uh, <laughs> so uh, until next time. Thanks. Bye. 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 Bye.